Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. Now, today, I want to be a little more introspective, perhaps. Um, I want to share with you an experience that I've had or that I'm going through and that maybe you can draw something from it and kind of have to take sort of a, a deep breath and, and, and tell you about this little journey that I've been going through. Maybe you'll get something out of it. Namaste. You know, let's take a deep breath here. Here we go. So the day finally arrived. It was time, or it is time, to redo my home Blackwater Aquarium. And it's amazing how this process can take you on sort of a journey. And it's amazing how when little things arise on your journey, it can take you to some very unexpected places. And some of them are rather dark. And yet, even in the darkness, you can find light. It's awesome how little things in your hobby experience can teach you things about life. Okay, Felman, what did they put in your coffee this morning? This is a, a fish tank, right? Okay, yeah. So anyway, it's time to rework that tank that's in my home. Get it back to a place that I really enjoy. Yeah, it's time for a not-so-sad farewell to that Asian-themed aquascape that, in all honesty, I never really bonded with. You'll see videos and pictures of this tank soon, and maybe you'll disagree, but I just never felt anything with this tank. I mean, have you ever had a tank like that? I mean, it was a cool tank. It had deeply tinted water, a nice big wood hardscape, some cool cryptocurines, a lot of active rasbora, and well, and yeah. Okay, I just wasn't feeling it. I have to confess, I just never felt this tank. And when I analyzed it, quite possibly, it's the least connected I've ever felt to an aquarium. Like, ever. I'm not sure why, either. I mean, maybe it's the fact that I'm sort of a, a South American, you know, fish or biotope aficionado. And maybe I just can't get over that. Or the fact that the scape is dependent upon aquatic plants. Beautiful though they are, and those just don't excite me that much. I think it's a little boat, actually. I mean, I like aquatic plants. Actually, I love them. I'm slipping a few into my scapes where it's appropriate, and I've been playing with them more and more lately. However, creating and maintaining a major plant-centric aquascape is just not in the cards. I admit, it literally bores me. In fact, it bores the hell out of me. I have no idea why. I mean, it shouldn't, right? But it does. Yes, it's honest. I respect those who love plants. I'm, I'm just not feeling that obsession. And of course, I realize that this viewpoint pretty much alienates me from like 85% of the freshwater aquarium hobby. But yeah, I have to be honest with myself and with you guys, right? Okay, good lesson there. I'm a hardscape botanical style kind of guy. Yet I respect, appreciate, and would even own a beautifully planted nature aquarium style tank. But I have absolutely no desire whatsoever to create one myself. Like, I'd have someone talented set one up for me and I'll enjoy it. But like, okay, where am I going? Well, you're coming on this journey with me, like it or not. So here we go. Now, it's funny how worlds collide and a confluence of seemingly unrelated events can often create this revelation of sorts. Oh, and what is it with some people... I'm going to say plant people, but with some people in all sorts of hobby specialties, right? You can get attitudes from people, like serious attitudes. I've seen this many times over the years in many different areas of the hobby. And of course, the other day, literally right as I was about to start working on this tank, I made the mistake of being a typical business guy, you know, picking up the phone and checking my emails and messages and obsessively like we do when I'm not in the office. And of course, that's usually when shit happens, right? And sure enough, out of the blue, some guy DM'd me on Instagram and told me that I shouldn't really mess with plants or even discuss them. Literally, he told me this, unless I go high tech, that I'm missing out on the real planet tank experience by going low tech and natural, 
blah, blah, blah. And he told me that I'm doing a disservice to the hobby by dabbling in plants and blackwater tanks and just sharing my thoughts on this. I mean, literally, this is what he said. I mean, real hostility for no reason at all. Just attitude. And what happened? It just put me in a real bad mood. I shouldn't have let it, but for some reason it got me this time. I mean, he was basically telling me to pack it in with plants unless I was going to do it right, whatever that meant. Well, well, he told me what he felt that meant. And that crossed some strange metaphorical line in my head. It set me off, took me to a really dark place. For some reason, and it was a place I thought I'd never go again. I mean, but it happened like quickly. His timing and tone just arrived at the wrong place at the wrong time. And me, the normally unflappable, relaxed, I couldn't give two Fs about anything kind of guy, just snapped. Well, in my head anyway. My moody immediately changed. I didn't lash out or anything. But rather, I went to this very immature, dark place. I started banging out a response on my iPhone. I was like, okay, yeah, CO2 and monitoring stuff for plants? Really? Oh, you're so badass, dude. Yeah, it was full-on coral snobbery here. Yeah, that would make me feel better. Sure, hit back hard. F him up. I was like, sorry, way too much effort for a freshwater tank. They're freaking plants. If I want high techs, I'll, I'll do a real tank and do a reef tank, which, sorry, planet tank guys, leaves like 80% of the planet tanks I've seen in the freaking dust. Nothing comes close. I mean, we're talking about reef building stony corals here. Yeah, seriously, plants? This guy was an elitist plant snob. That was a bit of a joke in my mind. Yet he really got under my skin at the time. Like, I'm sure he knows every Bucephalandra cultivar, could identify every type of trendy rock used in the latest contest, and yeah, attack. Hit him back with his own brand of nonsense. Because that's a good idea. Okay, no, it isn't. See, that was bad. I got all childlike and I was going to strike back via DM with some nasty messaging. And of course, my roiling anger made me want to call him out, beat my chest, and brag on my superiority because I can grow coral. And yeah, this idiot probably couldn't distinguish a sarcophyton from a trachophilia or an acropora. For, for his attitude, he probably can't even read a digital refractometer, plumb a protein skimmer, or program up. Whoa, 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 Felman. A lot of hostility there. Like, way too much. Where was that attitude coming from? My first thought was to reverse trash talk the guy about something he wasn't that knowledgeable about, to make myself feel better somehow. I'm not even into corals at the moment, by the way. Just, And besides, why would a plant expert know or even give a shit about corals? And why would this make me feel superior or good to say such nonsense? I mean, there's no reason for this. And if you step back and look at the logic behind the foolishness of making such assertions, the absurdity becomes crystal clear. Like, I'm not that into plants, so I don't study them all that much. And I have almost a novice-like ignorance about them. Sure, if I was really into them, I could probably get up to speed relatively quickly and read all I could and research and everything. But I'm not. I mean, I'm not into Fortnite, Game of Thrones, or digital cameras or drones or whatever either. And if I was, sure, I'd learn all I could about them. Just like Mr. Cryptocurine there could learn all about coral care if it was interesting to him. Yeah, plants could be my thing. I could be really into them. But I'm not. So I'm surprisingly ignorant about them. And that's okay. Yet that's no reason to turn around, stoop to some troll's level, and give off the same attitude. Trash talking because of my own insecurities. Sheesh. I let this dude push me to a really dark and happy place, both in my mind and in the hobby. He seemed to unlock some sort of weird insecurity or something I had in my head. Something I thought I got rid of decades ago. And I wasn't going to go there. Responding in kind would have been just a ridiculous escalation for no reason. I would have spent half the afternoon going back and forth. Why? I realized that this was a very unhealthy, unhappy mindset and toxic, both personally and to the hobby in general. It's kind of stuff I rail on because of the damage it does. 
And here I was on the receiving end of something crazy, and my first instincts were to spew venom right back, and I was ready to hit return. What did I do? I took a deep breath, and I considered how absurd the prospect of an exchange from some place of anger would be. I realized what was really important. I actually laughed at myself, and I believe it or not, it really felt kind of sorry for the guy who shot off the DM. Like, dude, this was the biggest problem in his life. So sad. Like, wake up, Scott. You know better. Yeah, I took a higher road, a better road, a kinder road. I fought through it all. I emerged from a really dark place, better for the journey. Delete, delete, delete. I DM back. Thanks for your feedback. All of this as I was about to embark on what should have been a fun afternoon, a break in routine from the busy schedule of this bustling business. Oh, so yeah, back to the current situation. Boy, see, I told you I got detoured there. What am I going to do? What am I going to do with this tank anyway? Well, it's back to South America for sure. Well, back to inspired by South America anyways, for sure. What's the plan this time? I have no idea. I'm literally going to shoot from the hip here. Well, I've been playing with this whole agapo thing for a while, especially mimicking the wet, dry, seasonal dynamic with those urban agapo nano aquarium experiments. So do I scale up to try a larger version of these successful nano tanks, focusing on the wet season? As much as I love the idea, I don't really feel like slowly flooding a 50-gallon tank over several months in my family room at the moment, you know what I mean? Or do I try an igarape, um, the local term in South America for a canoe way, a little flooded stream bed choked with branches and leaves and stuff, a slightly different, more wood-centric scape as opposed to more emphasis on leaves and botanicals. So I could go with more roots and branches. Hmm, that always appeals to me. Or do I do a sort of flooded grassland, sort of like our friend uh, Ty Streitman has shared with me in the pant and all. Well, all these sound interesting, yet I think on D-Day, I'm simply going to do what feels good at the time, just sort of iterate on the fly with little plan in my head other than to just redo stuff. And that's crazy, I know. But you know, when I started taking this tank down, it felt great. But I wasn't in such a hurry to put it back up again. I was like really in this strange mental place because of that whole DM thing, I guess. I hadn't fully gotten it out of my system before I started. Yet interestingly, as I worked, I began to feeling better and better. And it was getting to me that I was getting some sense of clarity. You know, I removed most of the old substrate, took out all the wood, the pods, the leaves, did this massive water exchange, cleaned the pump, you know, replaced the filter media. And I just stared at this cloudy tank, added some new substrate so it was cloudy. I stared at this cloudy tank for a long time, just pondering, hoping some idea would pop into my head. Guess what? Nothing did. Not one single idea. Nothing. Nada. I tried playing with a few large pieces of driftwood. I tried to position them in some way, but I just wasn't feeling it. Not at all. So I rapidly yanked them out of the tank, wiped everything down, cleaned up the area, put away my drop cloths, my towels, walked away and called it a day. Like, I didn't even bother going any further. Don't force it. It was weird. I wasn't feeling anything. Like, I didn't have a single idea in my head that seemed even remotely exciting to me. I think part of it is that I've been a little tired lately. Not that you really care, um, or should, but I wasn't sleeping very well, so maybe you know, my physical concentration wasn't there. The other part is I've been coming from this honest place that told me, this is supposed to be fun, and there's nothing about this tank right now that's remotely fun or interesting at the moment. And of course, there was a whole DM experience, that emotional realization that arose from it. I mean, it doesn't matter what the reasons were, I wasn't feeling it, and it felt right to just hold off. And is there a lesson there? Maybe. And it was kind of cool, actually. I had clarity, and it was cool kind of knowing when to say when. A really cool lesson to learn. Maybe we could all use that once in a while. And I mean, at this moment, it, the whole thing felt forced. So I was like, 
you know what? I'll set up the tank when I feel like it. This one's for me. It's in my house. So I'll do it my way at a time that feels good to me. So in the meantime, I did what every you know, modern fish geek does. I posted a pic of my cloudy, empty, yet tinted tank last night on Instagram. And for some reason, everybody liked it. Maybe possibly because it comes from a place of honesty. Or perhaps it's simply because it's kind of exciting to see a blank, albeit a bit cloudy, canvas. And yeah, it's starting to get a little more exciting again. And it will be when I get back to it. Lesson learned. Be honest. Be honest with yourself. Stay honest. Stay open-minded. Stay calm. Stay kind. Stay thoughtful. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Fellman from Tenant Aquatics. Thanks for stopping by with me this morning. And I hope to see you on the next installment of The Tint.